Um, oftentimes when I meet people who I would consider generalists, they, they love all these aspects and they kind of don't know where to go with their career. Um, I ask them to focus on two things. It's what are you good at um, and what do you love to do? And once you figure those two things out, those are the only two things you should um, pursue. Um, if it falls outside of that, you need to find someone to collaborate with. You need to find someone who does love that or is great at that. And that's the way you're going to grow and enhance yourself um, is by being a, a team that has complementary skills to each other. What is it that you bring uniquely to the video projects that you're a part of? That is the topic on today's episode of Video Production Daily. I'm thrilled to have Casey back with me today. Casey, I, I love what I do as far as hosting this podcast because I get to talk to incredible producers like you and I'm always learning something. And what is so fascinating to me is to kind of see the niches and what makes people a little bit different and what are the elements of your career that are different than others. So Casey, the topic of today's episode is what are the things in video production that you insist on doing right? What are the things that make you special? Where do you put the extra effort? Because I think that there's a lot to learn. If you can kind of focus in on the three or 4% of the whole video creation process that somebody really specializes in. Casey, what, what is your creation superpower? Where do you like to put in the little bit of extra effort? I, I really put my extra effort into um, the cinematography aspect, the visual storytelling aspect, because um, my background kind of comes from cinematography. Um, but I, I look at like how a video is successful and then all the components that go into it of like, it only takes one component to have um, a, a video kind of fail or not pass muster. I'll give the analogy of, you know, I think we've all seen um, some movies that uh, look amazing, are entertaining, but the story sucks or the acting sucks. You know, but I think on the opposite side, you have like some indie films where you have this great story, you have all these elements, but maybe the, the visual storytelling, the cinematography um, wasn't up to par. So it brought the quality down. And it just takes one thing to, to bring the quality down. So it, it's starting with a, a core focus on your story. And then how are you going to visually tell that story um, and go that extra effort to ensure that um, it is shot the right way, it's presented the right way. Um, and then, you know, the last part I look at this as is that, you know, you, you've sat through pre-production, you've come up with your idea, you have gone out in the field, you've spent your time, you've, you've done uh, just one more take, you've said that five times in a row because you want to get it right. <laughs> I am, I, I'm, a, I'm always guilty of that. We'll just do one more, we'll just do one more, and it's five times later. Um, and then taking all that and making sure that in the post process, you also need to uh, kind of aim to overachieve and I think the post-process is the point where you can take a great idea and make it even better. And I think it's also pairing it with uh, a great editor or someone who has a great mindset on how to tell that story. Um, you know, and along this whole path is everyone you've collaborated with and worked with. Use them to their strengths, partner with talented people, um, and lean on them to make what you're doing 
um, even better and be open to, to change that can facilitate that being better. Casey, I know that there, you know, one of the things that you really are known for on LinkedIn and the circles in which you run is uh, incredible moving cinematography, you know, things in motion, things like cars and scooters, et cetera. Uh, how do you think that you got that reputation? And wh where are some areas where you kind of went the extra mile in order to, you know, wear that cape, earn that crown? Uh, because I, I think it's something you're well known for. What, what do you think makes you different specifically within that arena? Definitely had some experience there. Um, so I'll kind of go back to like Tesla. You know, it's automotive. It's these large reflective objects. It's it's sheet metal. Um, and to kind of capture vehicles in automotive, a lot of it is the location you're in and then the tools you capture it with. Um, a, especially a big part is camera movement. How do you create high-end dynamic camera movement? You know, uh, a lot of projects I think you'll see, you know, as of, of the lower quality is you see camera bumps, you see this, like something just kind of feels off with it. Um, and it's really putting in the extra effort to make sure that, um, you know, everything you do with say camera movement, for example, um, is top notch. So, you know, one thing we did at Tesla was it's, it's really expensive um, oftentimes to hire a camera car, you know, your typical camera car that has the big crane on the top and everything. It's typically like $10,000 a day. So you don't always get the budget for those things. And we got scrappy and there's this company called Moto Crane out of Minnesota that makes a crane that just uh, mounts on top of any car. And we actually built our own camera car. And it was to really enable us to do that high level of filming, that quality of motion, um, that driving capture that can really you know, highlight a car to the best of its abilities. Um, and not sacrifice, you know, potentially, you know, not hitting up to, not hitting the quality standards that everyone in the industry for automotive content has set. I love that. And that just seems to me like you were just having fun. Uh, it seems like a lot of justifiable fun to have, but uh, certainly there's a lot of people who would love to be a part of that project. That's very cool. Uh, it, it does kind of look like going the extra mile. Is that was that for a project or is that something that you continued to use for additional projects? You know, in the, in the corporate justification, there was one project that justified the, the cost and the build of that vehicle. Um, but then the long-term use of that, it was involved in pretty much every project we had. Um, and it was, a, it was an essential tool that, you know, um, not many people have the ability to have or especially like have in-house if you're working for an automotive company. Um, but it was essential to, you know, maintain quality um, and, you know, really amp up production when you don't have a lot of money or a lot of time. I, I love the fact that video production is often, uh, I have a good friend, Dusty Hewlett. I don't know where he got this quote, but he, he and I were talking, he's starting a production company. And one of the things he mentioned to me is, you know, I've noticed that video production isn't about what you can do for someone, but what the market can do for that person and what you can facilitate for that person. Uh, and it's awesome, Casey, to kind of dive deep and look at what your specific strengths are. I'm wondering if you have a creative uh, collaborator that you bring in on as many projects as you can, somebody that has a complementing skill set and what, you know, what it is that, what is their superpower that they're bringing to projects um, that might be different than what you have to offer? 
Yeah, so I, I actually do have a production partner. Um, his name is Matt Cross. He was a former colleague of mine at Tesla, a video producer on the team. Um, yeah, and our, our skills cross over only a certain amount, so he's much more complimentary to me. He's much more like a true and true producer where I love to really be a bit more hands-on, get behind the camera, um, and kind of play some different roles throughout a project. Um, so when we partner up with projects, it really kind of uh, amplifies what we're able to do because he can tackle a lot more of the production process um, once we've gotten through pre-production and I can tackle more of the physical production, jump in as cinematographer, um, and really just have this great collaborative experience where we're building off of each other. Um, we're both coming up with ideas and we're trying to work to enhance a project. Casey, do you think it's important maybe for people coming into the industry or for people that are in the industry that are truly generalists, do you think it is important to have a something you focus on, something that you try and be the best at? Yes. So generalists sometimes can seem like a like a, a bad title, but you know, it's it means you're at the point of of growing. Um, oftentimes when I meet people who I would consider generalists, they they love all these aspects and they kind of don't know where to go with their career. Um, I ask them to focus on two things. It's what are you good at um, and what do you love to do? And once you figure those two things out, those are the only two things you should uh, pursue. Um, if it falls outside of that, you need to find someone to collaborate with. You need to find someone who does love that or is great at that. And that's the way you're going to grow and enhance yourself um, is by being a, a team that has complementary skills to each other. Casey, your perspective is so valuable. I think for all of us, it's important to kind of identify what our own superpower is and how we leverage other people's superpowers to, uh, you know, make a super squad. Uh, no, video is really a collaborative sport. It's one of the things that I love about it is that there's always an opportunity to work with interesting people and make terrific relationships. Casey, I want to thank you so much for joining me again. Everyone, I hope you've enjoyed another great episode of Video Production Daily. Thanks, Luke. Filmmakers and video creators, as you know, production budgets are wildly inconsistent. Sometimes they rise, sometimes they fall, but your ability to bring creativity to a project is always in demand. I want to introduce you to the Masters of Engagement online course. Learn how to clarify creative ideas, engage audiences using conflict, dance, art, character development, relevancy, and unexpectedness, and story. Every professional video creator should learn about audience psychology from mastersofengagement.com. I've included a discounted link in the show notes below, and I can't wait to see you in the online course.